Dodge Yahoo, Phantom of the Forest, you spear, finger, fire, dragon, Ohio grass man, silver giant, bloodless hollow, West Virginia vampire, coyote king, hogzilla, devil, dark coyote killer. Mothman, smoke wolf, a lizard, demon, ash man, grafting monster, cow killing bastard, shadow creature, dust man, Cherokee, death cat, wild man, red fire, rape. What else do I have to say? Steal yourself some chicken wire, and I'll get some blubber, cast the thunder brothers. Don't you dare get out of the golf cart. We can keep our fixies while we hunt the fixies. Smelly gastro team, red island bear beast. Silver giant, squalling savage, black wolf was kind of average. Stone giant, raven, mock a midnight, whistler, wampus beast, wild wild woman, Ohio grass man again. Technically, huckleberry wolf, man of wolf county, need to find the axe again if we hunt the lightning man. A is werewolf, deadly howl, Kentucky hellhound, little girl, headless horror, I can't take it anymore. Steal yourself some chicken wire. I'll get some lumber, catch the Thunder Brothers Don't you dare get out of the golf cart We can keep our big seats while we hunt the big feet This here's Big Feats, the podcast Mothman once called Deeply Inflammatory I'm Robert Brockway and I'm wearing a little cap that says podcast host on it And I'm local sheep squatch and devil dog favorite Sean Baby from the internet Hatless and I am award-winning author Jason Pargin. Uh, I also need to note right off here, off the, the top, I have written entire novels that do not have as many words as my notes for this episode. <laughs> episode let's, 13. Uh, let's take a minute to plug those novels, because I don't think we did last episode. No, I, I'm sorry. We, we, yeah, uh, the last book I wrote is called Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia. I write a series of sci-fi novels. If you have listened to this or me elsewhere and thought, this guy probably cannot write worth a crap, please go go read the reader reviews. Go to Amazon. These books are as highly rated as like Moby Dick. Uh, I, I don't know if any of those ratings are fake. Uh, I don't know if bots have, have rated them, but they are very, very well-reviewed and well-received. So please, that's the, that is how I support myself is with my books. And some people think they're good. I think they're great. Sean, uh, you want to plug something? I also think Jason's books are good. Oh, I could plug something. Sure. Uh, go to our hilarious comedy website, 1900hotdog.com. It's the only media left uh, that's written by humans and not robots. We have an all-star cast of writers. Uh, a lot of them you might know from Cracked. A lot of them are new uh, to you, and they're they're great. Uh, daily high-effort jokes um, about crazy things that shouldn't belong in our universe. It's just I, a good time all the time. I love it. It's my favorite job I've ever had. Uh, I'm going to plug... This podcast. This podcast is so fucking good <laughs> that we uh, we do it. We just did it literally for free. Uh, we record these episodes in in two blocks. So so last episode and this episode, and we just realized uh, just now that we did not do any plugs for the last episode. I'm not going to go back and reinsert them. Uh, the only reason why we do this podcast, you might notice there are no ad reads, uh, is just to plug our various projects and because we love it. And last time we forgot that first part, <laughs> we just did it because we loved it. <laughs> uh, we got nothing out of that. Zero things out of that. Uh, 
So you owe us twice. You owe us twice for this. You can make it up to us by going, leaving a review for Big Feet somewhere, telling your friends about Big Feet's, hunting a Big Feet and telling us about it. I don't know. Do something. Uh, go to uh, Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash 1-900-HOT-DOG. Uh, because we are the only podcast that talks about every single episode of Mountain Monsters, which is, if you're just joining us, a bold decision. Uh, it's like a hillbilly monster hunting reality show, like those ghost hunter shows, but for Bigfoot and all sorts of ridiculous other monsters. It takes place entirely in, in, in and around West Virginia. They will find or make up a new variety of Bigfoot every time. And if you, again, just joining us, the journey for how good this show gets. They, they beat themselves episode after episode, and maybe that's because it's a low bar, but they still... They, they're still jumping over it every time. Maybe there'll come a day when they can't clear that bar. It has not. It will not. It is not this day. It is not this day. I'm telling you right now. Uh, we're going to watch every episode of this wildly prolific show. Uh, they just got nine seasons approved plus 10 supplemental season. Uh, our cast is Trapper. He's the leader. Huckleberry is Bigfoot security. Buck used to be the rookie briefly seized power from Jeff. And is right back to the rookie again. <laughs> Jeff is the hillbilly research scientist who hopefully is a little more aware of his place right now. Uh, Willie is our trap builder, by which I mean he will find a way to drop a rock on a Bigfoot. And Wild Bill is our tracker because we have to call him something. Uh, comedy fodder, I guess, is not doesn't scan on the little, the little subcard quite as well. Uh, we're watching the HBO Max order. There are different orders for the show everywhere you go. We are watching the one called Wild Bill's Bear Beast. Uh, according to the HBO Max order, it's season one, episode 13. And it is it is beautiful. It's a it's a work of goddamn art. It's, yeah, it's the most spectacular episode of television ever in the history of, of the medium. Period. So far. I, I, yeah, well, so, so far. We, we Again, we've only seen 13 episodes of Mountain Monsters. We realize there there's far more to come. We realize the show gets even crazier. But so far... Uh, television has not topped what they do in this episode <laughs> on zero budget. It is mind-boggling. Also, a note for the listeners. There's going to be a lot of references to bears and bear hunting. It is obviously well known that in the gay community, the term bear has a specific meaning. I've never heard that. <laughs> Sean, you are lying. <laughs> I, I'm when they reference going hunting for bears, or when later a man says that his wife lets him go hunt for bears now and then. It's possible that one of us is going to make a joke about that. I can't even imagine what that joke would be. Fifteen hundred <laughs> words of Sean Baby's notes are just gone. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Consider me noteless. I don't even know what happens in the show now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the first thing we do is cover, is it real? Uh, sort of is almost always the answer. I could not uh, this find time it anything on this. Uh, they are probably pulling from something called, and I'm not making this up, booger bears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> book, booger bears are generally said to be larger than normal bears with dog-like features and glowing eyes. Uh, it's not by any means an Appalachia thing. I think it's, it's just kind of a general North American thing, and they vary all over the place. It's kind of a just kind of a catch-all feature. They certainly take a ton of liberties. They, I would say they make up their own monster for the most part, this one, which, God, I can't tell. I can't tell if it's the ones where they take an established monster and they just go straight goofy with it, like when Mothman did 9-11 and eats electricity, 
or if they just make up their own cryptid and and they get to go much more wild with it. They, it's constantly evolving. When well, they that's do. true, but this creature, for example, that they invented, the, and I do think that I, if there's another bear type cryptid out there, I don't think they're aware of it. I think they thought they just invented this one, and they called it the bear beast, <laughs> which is like saying moose animal. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's pretty bad. The bear is already a beast. So. We hardly ever talk about the pre-roll uh, for the episodes. They start every episode as a lot of real- reality TV does with just a 30-second, one-minute little sizzle reel of the best moments of this episode. And what it looks like from that pre-roll is each one of these men will die by their own hand <laughs> eight times in the next you hour. You see a guy, you hear Trapper say, somebody's going to die. You see a guy bleeding profusely from its head. You see a guy falling into a trap door. You see a guy getting swept down whitewater rapids in the middle of the snow. These men, opening montage of this, I was breathless. It's like, oh, my God. Because, again, for people, if this is your first episode, please don't start here. But they do not have a stunt team. They do not have stunt coordinators. They do not have any professionals on this shoot supervising their stunts. The stunts are these elderly, deeply unhealthy men falling down in freezing water (laughs) in the middle of the winter in West Virginia with probably no ability to evacuate someone to an ambulance if they had to. They are in they are in no danger from the monster, obviously. They are in so much danger from being unsupervised in the woods at night. It's (laughs) it's I would say it's not even funny, but it is quite funny. It is very funny. This, I, my notes were the exact same. The super tease was just fucking incredible. The first thing they say is this is personal, which is great. I love that. I love to know why they're doing what they're doing. But uh, they're also fighting amongst themselves. They're, they form a, a firing line and they're just like blasting their shotguns into the night. Um, it, there's the, so much the, happening. Only the third episode when they've been allowed to discharge weapons. Mm-hmm. They go so hog wild when they're allowed. It doesn't happen often. They know. They know. Uh, There's so- another thing that happens in this uh, that completely screws with like the normal flow of the show. And they have Wild Bill in the exposition car. Like normally, Wild Bill and Willie show up later, and it's the other guys like talking about like what the creature is and like getting information from Jeff about it. But now they have Wild Bill here, and he completely fucks everything up. Like, we're supposed to learn about it, uh, and Wild Bill just keeps interrupting with his, like, failed catchphrases. And so here's Jeff starting to give the history on, on the here's why that it's named Raleigh. And Wild Bill's like, I went to the library and oh, I used to have hair oh, and teeth. And like, I, I'm, I always talk about how Jeff sucks, but like, Jeff is just giving like a half-remembered first line of a hotel pamphlet before Wild Bill just talks for two minutes straight about nothing. Literally nothing about the bear beast or anything. Okay, we Um, we need to talk about this because the show opens up and it's Huckleberry, Trapper, Jeff, and Wild Bill. There's no buck in the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that's the other change in energy. Knowing what happened in the last episode... And all of the kind of political jockeying, mm-hmm. all of the palace intrigue among these these powerhouse men and the little subtle ways they subvert each other. All of a sudden, here's the next episode. Buck is not there. 
It's blew Wild the ass Bill. out of his pants and blew his one damn chance. And it ruined it ruined everything. Like, like I know people are thinking like I'm exaggerating, but no, like Wild Bill really is talking about his teeth and his hair. This is like if someone called the Avengers to give them their mission and everyone is out except for the Incredible Hulk. And they're like, Hulk, we need you here. And Hulk's like, me, Hulk smash, me eat full birthday cake. And they're like, no, Hulk, we need you to come to these coordinates. Like, that's what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> it's fucking chaos. It does not. So this briefing, normally the format is we're all in Trapper's truck really testing the suspension and on our way <laughs> to wherever. And we're, we've got to, we have to set up uh, very first, like, why are we, what is this creature? Why are we hunting it? A little bit of backstory from Jeff. Uh, mostly irrelevant, but you start to learn like there is a reason it is structured this way. And when you throw a fucking maniac in the cab with them instead <laughs> of Buck, uh, it nothing really gets done. So here's an example of how fucked this is. This is supposed to be the first part of the hunt. They are already implying some sort of backstory here. Like they are implying while Bill is here, like I, I need to, I need to get this low life. I got some sort of personal vendetta against him. Uh, Trapper is referring to shit that has already happened, uh, that that hasn't yet happened, right. as though it has already happened. Like everybody is thrown for a goddamn loop. Uh, they we have go into subtitles on Wild Bill when he speaks, <laughs> yeah. which is a little. As, there's a little choice to somebody in post production makes, which is as a little dig, a little. little I'm bit starting of a dig. to speak but Wild you, Bill, but I get it if you don't. In the world of improv, the job that they have. The whole deal is, is that Wild Bill is never in on the improv properly. Like the le- rest of the team will be talking about, well, we don't want to hurt this creature. We just want to trap it and document it. And then meanwhile, yeah. Wild Bill will be finding like blunt tools in a scrapyard. Like, I'm going to use this thing to skin him alive and eat his liver. <laughs> because he just doesn't pay attention to anything else that's happening in the episode. He's always on his own wavelength where the opening bit in the truck, that's a real like improv exercise because it's got to mm-hmm. be Jeff's got the information. They have to ask the right questions. They have to yes and it properly to get to the conclusion they need to get to. And Wild Bill has never been asked to do any of that. So you just throw him here and it's just the proverbial like wet dog running loose in the middle of a wedding. <laughs> in the middle of this small cab. Yes. There's uh, a moment I loved when, we're we're not getting any information, and Huckleberry makes it worse by interrupting to ask Wild Bill to do an Elvis impersonation, and then in his normal speaking voice, Wild Bill goes, "Thank you, thank you," and then he screams, "Let's get this damn bear beast!" We don't know fucking anything about it. By now, in any other episode, we know the height, weight, at least one of its superpowers, maybe an outside chance of having a reason to kill it. But this episode is nothing, and it's all Wild Bill's fault. And they blame him like right there in the title. It's not, they don't call this the, the fire bear of Raleigh County. This is, they just call it Wild Bill's Bear Beast because he did this and he's responsible. This whole fucking show is fucked and it's Wild Bill's fault and they, they made him own it in the title. And I love it. He's there because they've decided that he, for some reason, has a personal emotional stake in this. Mm -hmm. So his role in that improv, again, because they plan nothing in advance, they don't outline in advance. They told Wild Bill. <laughs> okay, just establish your character's motivation for hunting the bear bees. Go. We we put a nickel in Wild Bill and turned him on. <laughs> Never a good he idea did. to tell Bill to go. 
Because that usually winds up with him running up a tree and falling out of it. <laughs> I would argue tree. metaphorically that's what he yeah, just did. Yeah, that's exactly what he did metaphorically. <laughs> uh, so I, there's something to the structure of this. Like, I, Willie got an episode earlier. Willie got, like, an, an It's Personal, mm-hmm. We're at My Family Farm for this one episode. I think they're slowly doing this where everybody is going to get a character episode. Yeah. And they, for, they did one for Wild Bill. I don't. I haven't looked at the episode order. I think after the disaster that this one is, they will not do this again for a long time. <laughs> this Wild Bill's episode is the perfect. It's a perfectly Wild Bill episode. It encapsulates his character absolutely perfectly to the point yeah. that I think he was in charge of every decision. Uh, we do actually learn that the bear beast is a fifteen hundred pound creature, and the some bitch has the body of a big grizzly bear, but with a canine type head, by which he means kind of a longer snout. Huge right. teeth and damn big pointed ears, which are just kind of pointed ears. So it's basically just a weird looking bear. It might be an yeah. ugly bear. Trapper don't know if it's a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, they don't know if it's a hybrid or a mutation from all the reports. <laughs> so they are getting another Jason Pargin note from out of time. Like, explain what this is. Mm-hmm. And they explained that they don't know what it is. But that's the first time they've addressed it. Uh, what he's doing is he's devastating the bear population here in Raleigh County. That's why... Everybody is so pissed off. Uh, Wild Bill tells him, we're going to see if we can't unexist him here in Raleigh County. Uh, great line. That's uh, yeah. that's the tagline to, to a Steven Seagal movie. Woke way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we got our th- cryptid thigh check. No, no thighs here. It's just a bear from Resident Evil. Uh, I, I, I would argue kind of that it. it is a luscious pile of thighs. Like it is a it is a wad of furry balloons, this fucking thing. <laughs> Possibly, if I was copping up to the fur, but you're right. We gotta, we gotta assume some dark meat under there. Uh, and then uh, we get a Wild Bill giving a little soliloquy to camera, saying, "I'm a passionate bear hunter. I love absolutely the sport of bear hunting. I respect bears. For something to come in here and kill these bears and mutilate them for no reason whatsoever, I guarantee you, I'm gonna do something about it." So that's his motivation. That the bears he likes to kill for sport being killed by the bear beast, which we've decided the bear beast hunts other bears, but not for food. Just just for sadism. Am I understanding? Right. So everybody's really mad at the bear beast for killing the bears that they want to kill. Right. (laughs) Is is our backstory. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff tries to Jeff tries to introduce some information. He says, you know, Raleigh County was founded in 1850, named after the famous explorer Walter Raleigh. While Bill is already just going, yep, yep, that's right, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he starts going through, like, all, all of his, and Bill just is, every time he says something, yep, yep, I know that, I know that, I know that. I did a little research on the old bear beast. I want to get down, I want to fight that bear beast. And everybody turns to glare at him because he's violating the format. And either that was a genuine moment where they're like, oh, fuck, what have we just done? Or we're doing meta commentary on the format of our episode. Either way, it is ground shaking. It is is wildly disruptive to this show. They've discovered something one way or another. Uh, Wild Bill implies, Drapper asks him, uh, what button even on the computer did you push? And Wild Bill (laughs) says, I don't know what a computer, I don't know how to turn a computer on. Went down the old library. You're not allowed in the library, Wild Bill. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you know that, and you know why, and it's because you do know how to turn a computer on and, and what you do with it in a very public way. Wild Bill explains, I want to go back after this thing since the 1980s. 
fucking he's carrying a vendetta from the 1980s in this episode. Yeah. When I still have all my teeth and didn't get kicked out and wasn't fat and wasn't out of shape, and I still having plenty, huh? Plenty of huh, hair on the old noggin, nice black and shiny, just slicker back like Elvis. And uh, Huckleberry at that point says, I want to see you do an Elvis impersonation. And, and while Bill somehow does, like, he's already got, I want to say, a quarter of an Elvis just by having this sort of slurring accent. Mm-hmm. He loses that accent entirely and just says, thank you. Thank you very much. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of wonderful. Thank and you, gentlemen. Let's get this damn bear. I am Elvis Von Presley. Now, among the <laughs> few words that Jeff got to say before he was just completely blown out of the water by Wild Bill... Was it the first sighting was in 1887, which is a date that he pulled completely out of his ass. Because, again, there's yeah. no such history of this, of a similar creature in this area. So he had prepared, he had written a fictional mm-hmm. folklore and backstory for this creature, and he never got to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't he, know anything. It was like first sighting in 1887, and it is like five seconds after that, the Wild Bill just steps all over him and just... It's like, yep, that's my show now. And then he never got to come back to it. Just starts bouncing around, licking the windows, <laughs> wildly out of control. Like, like, I'm surprised they didn't crash that truck during this. During this it's also funny because it's clear that Wild Bill has never watched an episode of Mountain Monsters. Right? <laughs> right. So he doesn't know what this is. This thing where he's in the, the, the truck talking about it, he's not familiar with that scene because he's never seen it before. Yeah. So the concept that Jeff is their researcher is something that Wild Bill also doesn't know. <laughs> he didn't know that that was supposed to be Jeff's thing to tell them the facts about the creature. He just started doing it himself because, again, there's no discussion in advance of anything they do. That would ruin the purity of what they're trying to accomplish here. They're slowly, I'm, I'm telling you, they're slowly realizing that they're going to have to discuss something in advance. One of these days, I don't think it's anytime <laughs> soon, somebody is going to discuss something in advance. And I think it, I think it might suffer for that. But based on the episodes that we've seen up, we watched a few episodes out of order for the Dog Zone, our other podcast. And uh, we saw some episodes from episode three, and it is clear it didn't happen by episode three. So not anytime soon. <laughs> or not, not by season three. Right. Uh, not anytime soon. So we go to our first witness, which is actually three witnesses, like Hillbilly Three Fates. Uh, they are they are wearing, respectively, one's a beanie, uh, one is in like an ear flap hat, one has a baseball cap and sunglasses with the hood pulled up, uh, and Trapper asks, you get out bear hunting often? And Wild Bill, again, just leaps into the conversation, <laughs> Okay, like I, that's what he asked Wild Bill. No, 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 you, you have to understand. It, uh, it was one thing to have Wild Bill in the truck at the beginning. Then they cut to the three witnesses standing there and say, well, we've got three witnesses who've seen the wild, the, the bear beast. And then you realize, oh, no, Wild Bill is going to interview the witnesses, <laughs> <laughs> which he also has never, has never done before. Yep. It, is, it actually frightened me a little bit. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Somebody's going to get in a fist fight. This is the fist fight episode. Immediately weird, too. Like, what does he say? He goes, like, I, he asked the witnesses, I have an addiction. It ain't wider women. It's bear hunting with them old hounds, which is not a question. And then they get a, <laughs> they get a reaction shot of every person laughing because they're like, oh, this guy's fucking around. And they come back to Wild Bill. He's dead serious. He is just every state of emotion at all times, and no one knows how to deal with him. Yeah, he uh, says he insists at this point that he that he not only is married, uh, doesn't it say it in the past tense, uh, 
He says he has an addiction and it's not to drugs or alcohol or wild women, which all of those is, is a lie. At least one of those is provably a lie. But it's bear hunting with them hounds and then he makes a little whipping motion like a dog sled. So I don't think he knows what bear hunting is. <laughs> he takes the huskies out on a dinner rod. Chases down a bear. Polar bears slashing. Uh, so... So the beanie wearing guy is Badger. His name is Badger. Uh, he is he is a bear hunter. Uh, the hoodie wearing guy is Pee Wee. He is also a bear hunter. Uh-huh. And the ear flap guy is Joe. Womp womp. Uh, although I would say you need a Joe in this trio. You can't have Badger, Pee Wee, and then another wacky name. It's Badger, Pee Wee, and Joe in the morning. Drive time. Uh, <laughs> drive time hour. <laughs> you need a straight man in this. and And that's what... That's what he's here to do. Uh, so they ask how many dead bear and Pee Wee very heartbreakingly says, so many of them, so many dead bear. <laughs> they ask him to put a number on it. Badger says 19, <laughs> which is, it seems like a, a crazy specific, fucking number. Yeah, that's a crazy number of dead bears. That's a crazy, crazy number. Like, that would be national newspaper, I yeah, think, like, if there were 19 mysterious dead bears in a town. Like, try to imagine finding a dead bear and then... A second dead bear. You're like, God damn it. Like, that's a lifetime's worth of finding dead bears. And then it just keeps happening. Fucking <laughs> night, 19. 19 dead bears. Like, if you found this- one dead bear a week, that's like, it's still fine. <laughs> That's like half a year of dead bears. <laughs> it's like Bill, every time you go outside, you find a dead bear. Wild Bill agrees. He says, holy shit, that's a pile of bear. <laughs> that is early uh, candidate for quote of the episode for me. Early. Holy but there's going to be a lot. Holy bleep, that's a pile of bear. <laughs> that's a pile of bear. Uh, Trapper says, that's why we got to get on him. Because, <laughs> because, I'm, because I'm thinking... And it, hold on, he says it in a very specific way. Trapper says, that's why we get got to get on him. Because I'm thinking that he may have eliminated the bear in maybe a three square mile area. He didn't know he was going to say that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like doing so, the, mat, the napkin math of 19 dead bears. He's like, oh, that's three square mile of bear. <laughs> he has... He has clear cut an area of bear. Uh, three square miles of this town is free of bears. There were 19 bears in three square miles, and he's killed them all. Uh, Jeff just says, "Well, that's pitiful." Uh, but Badger, uh, Badger had himself an encounter, and this is Badger's story. I was hunting up here a mile or so with the ridge, had the dogs on a bear, good dogs, not scared of nothing. This one occasion, never seen anything like it. They just went quiet and scattered. We walked out to where they thought they were and came up on a black bear, what had been mutilated. I mean, tore up. It was upsetting to me. These are beautiful creatures. This is their home. And there's something up here we haven't encountered before. Uh, so he thinks these, uh, he was personally upset by seeing a black bear dead. He, his profession is listed as bear hunter. <laughs> right. Uh, that's his whole identity. Uh, these are his three best friends, also all bear hunters. Uh, and he just can't believe something would kill these beautiful creatures. That was not him and his friends. Um, but also, yeah. he Badger did not see the bear beast. He just found a dead bear, correct? Yes. He Nobody's seen it so far. Okay. They're just finding mutilated black bears. Uh, now, but I, he, I think a lot of people can relate to like the sacred, like like predator style honor of of hunting a bear, right? Like uh, we get that we've all seen predator not, predators. 
Right. They're great films. You would be mad at people for poaching, but you would not be mad at another wild animal for being unethical and how it hunts its prey. Well, the point I was going to make is like last episode, they met that guy who fucking ambushed deer with a deer feeder, which is the thing that's like so ungentlemanly. There's laws against it. And they're just talking to him like they're best friends. The mountain monsters team team only has one method, which is to chase the creature into a cage and then riddle it with bullets right. while it's in the cage. Helpless. <laughs> and no, they have two methods. Sometimes they want to bonk it over the head, chop right. it up while it's alive and eat it. Yes, Wild Bell openly fantasizes about like tearing creatures apart slowly. About Hannibaling uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> Just going to Hannibal that Bigfoot. Tell you what. Uh, so Pee Wee also had an encounter and this is Pee-wee's story. <laughs> I was out squirrel hunting about four weeks ago, just my Jack Russell and me just raising cane. I thought, hey, what's the matter with that dog? And here this big thing is just looking right at us. And my gosh, this thing was big. Long, shaggy hair, body like a grizzly bear, but like a canine sort of head, and a whole mouthful of teeth. Scared me awful bad. <laughs> and uh, Wild Bill says, I hear you, Pee-wee. <laughs> it was I, beautiful. I use this word a lot uh, suspiciously. like. His story was suspiciously the word-for-word description of what Trapper said earlier. In the That's car. what I had that in my notes. He, <laughs> they, because again, they have to prime all of their witnesses, and I would say mm-hmm. probably eighty percent of their witnesses totally forget the prompt and just go, go totally off script and, and ruin everything they're trying to do. This guy, yeah. they made him remember the exact description yeah. that they had written on a little note card or something, because it's no exactly one, one of the keen mind of Pee Wee. <laughs> but also, Pee Wee says, made specifically, specifically when I was away, say, saw it in broad daylight. Yep. Which yes. is a real switch because that means that when they do their hunt, where they normally do a night hunt, that surely mm-hmm. they're going to have to do a daytime hunt because they've established that this thing is not nocturnal at all, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. That would violate the format. And what we have here is a format show. Well, Pee Wee memorized most of his script, but he'd still fucked it up. He still fucked up that last little bit. So they're going to ignore it. They're just going to ignore it like they do. Because sometimes the improv adds something like when Buck is like, Sheep Squatch can can spray acid piss and it will wipe out our whole team. (laughs) And it's obviously you roll with that. But sometimes Pee Wee's like, well, I saw it in the daylight. No. Yeah. That's off. Still, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10, Pee Wee. Great job, Pee Wee. 9 out of 10 Pee Wees to Pee Wee, uh, who now has 10 Pee Wees. Uh, so Wild Bill says the creature that Pee Wee described sounded like a grizzly bear. No grizzly bear in West Virginia. Plus the canine head that don't make a lick of sense. Something's fishy. Uh, something's fishy. Uh, there's no grizzly bear in West Virginia, but there is a there is a bear beast. There is a. Be- I I do love how the, how they reconcile that every time. Like uh, they'll just go into the woods and the, the the only sound they ever hear is the the one monster they're hunting. And, and something as ludicrous as a bear beast can't exist, but like a grizzly bear can't like fucking walk forty miles. That's a that's insane. <laughs> like when they like when they found the 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 tail in the river in the fire dragon episode, and they're like, "There's no alligators here, <laughs> so it must be the fire dragon of Pocahontas <laughs> County." Of course. Uh, if you're just joining us, that is a real episode, and the reason why you don't just join us, go listen to all of them. Uh, so Joe has the last story. I guess this is Joe's story. He gets the story fine. 
Uh, I live about a half mile down here at the hill. One day I let my dog out as usual, and all of a sudden he, you know, he he just takes off on me. So I went down there, and I crossed the creek. And on the other side of it was blood and tufts of fur. I know it was a black bear for sure. Got a creepy feeling right up my spine. My boys play down there creek all the time. I don't know. It's flipping me out. <laughs> so have established right away the stakes. If they yep. don't catch the bear beast, it's going to eat this man's child. Yes, Trapper even reiterates, now you got concern for your children, and that is something I understand. <laughs> like, as that's as clear as I could tell that, that they got the producer note you forgot to fucking tell last time with Sheep Squatch. You forgot to establish any reason we're killing Sheep Squatch. Like, I don't know how many times we've been over this, you guys. <laughs> but Trapper goes on to say he can understand because he has grandkids himself. <laughs> they can he, kill my children. Fuck them. Now, well, grandkids. I have a... I have a much <laughs> I have a much more important question. If he has grandkids in real life, they all presumably know that they their grandpa is in the TV show Mountain Monsters. Do you think that his grandkids get bullied at school <laughs> or are they heroes? Because heroes. their grandpa is trapper of Mountain Monsters fame. Uh, they probably believe in Santa Claus until they're like 11 or 12 in this county. And so, like, that school district, they probably teach classes on Bigfoot. And so, like, <laughs> they, they probably think he's a hero. Like, they, it wouldn't even occur to them that, that they're making this show up. They think I'm he's really out the, there hunting uh, monsters. I'm going to go the Don Draper route and say they don't think of him at all. <laughs> like, they, those kids <laughs> go to school and say, my, dad, my grandpa is in Mountain Monsters. And the other kids say, what the fuck is the that? Fuck is that? They, they say, it's a show on Destination America Travel Channel's online subscription. And the other kids have stopped listening already. Yeah, That's a good point. <laughs> there's, there's no way anybody gives a shit. Uh, so Wild Bill, uh, if you're playing the, the drinking game at home, you're going to kill this drink. Wild Bill says, we need to get these things. What's killing these bears? This is personal to me. And now get another drink because he says, I mean personal. <laughs> it's personal, personal. I think it's personal, personal to me, personal. So early with the personals yeah. uh, in this. Uh, we're going to the night investigation. They, they're setting up uh, right where Badger found that bear. Trapper says, this bear beast is terrorizing Rally County. He's preying on our black bears right here in West Virginia. He comes through the woods like a Sherman tank. You can't outrun him. You got to stand and fight. He's a mutilating son of a bitch. And, uh, that's, a, that's a wonderful escalation. I feel like he went mad partway yeah. through that sentence. Well, when the night investigation comes, still no buck, right? Still no buck. Here, buck yeah. is not point, showed I was up starting to worry that he was not going to be in the episode. But because I have a theory that may not be correct. Which is that I, and I don't know if I remember if I discussed this in a previous episode of the podcast or not, but I had always assumed that the night investigation and then the final night hunt, that in reality they filmed those both just in one night. Because it's never two nights worth of stuff happening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they show up, immediately find the creature, immediately fail in some way, immediately say, well, we're going to have to come back tomorrow night, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, I, I just assumed they just shot that all straight through in one two-hour session at in an evening but here they are not going to have buck for this part but i think they are going to have them later so maybe i was wrong maybe they are actually coming back on a second night every time i think your idea is good i just don't think it occurred to them that they could do that i think you just got the time wrong i think like what what how long do they take on screen i think they take probably about 20 minutes so i think mm -hmm. they do it in 20 minutes i think i know what happened uh in the last episode buck 
uh, tore his pants. And so he had to stitch up his pants. And I don't know if you know how long it takes to stitch up a pair of XX, 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 L pants. I'm redoing Jason's favorite joke. And they don't even sell pants like that. They have a measurement for waist and inseam, right? You know, just. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for correcting my joke. It's much better now. <laughs> I really like in the middle of Trapper's speech how he's kind of getting worked up and he says, he has a damn canine top head as if like that's some sort of crime against nature. Crime against nature. (laughs) So he establishes in one rambling sentence where he goes insane halfway through that he's preying on their precious black bears, which are very valuable to them. They love them. Uh, They love to kill them. And also that he comes running through these woods like a Sherman tank, this beast that they have never seen. <laughs> he establishes you cannot run him, this beast that they know nothing about, thanks to Now, wild hold on. I They should be very confident in saying they cannot they, outrun. They, you're right, they should. <laughs> they, they don't need to take after taking measurements from the creature. Like, well, none of us can outrun him, I can tell you that. <laughs> It's like, well, we, we've right. never established how fast he goes. Like, no, it, go ahead and mark it down. <laughs> These guys can outrun most bears, but not one with a damn canine type head. The slug beast of Phantasma County. Can't, we surely we can <laughs> no, mark it down. No. Can't outrun him. Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> so you got to stand and fight. He's a mutilating son of a bitch. <laughs> got to stand and fight. You got to just stand and fight that bear if you see him. Uh, this was 1,500-pound grizzly monster with a dog head that kills bears. You got to punch him in the face. <laughs> I guess that is a part of bear lore, right? Like, like if you look up bears, that's the question people have about bears. Like, oh, if they have this color fur, you have to run. If it's this color, you, you pretend to be dead. If this color, you have to fight. I think that was uh, even in the movie Cocaine Bear. I think it's just very common bear lore to... I just so want to make, make one of those decisions. clear. This is a 1,500-pound beast. That's more than two sheep squatches from the previous episode. Right. That was a 700-pound <laughs> creature, and it was a Sasquatch-sized creature. This thing is two of those put together, plus throw another 100 pounds on there. And their advice is, now, if, it turn, you know, if we encounter it, no use in running. We've got to stand and fight. Like, now, looking right. up the real, the real monster, the booger bears that they, they might maybe base this on, uh, they do say that those are much larger than normal bears uh, mm-hmm. and place them in the five to 600 pound category. So even the cryptid they base this on is like, Jesus. they're way bigger than normal bears and their wild estimation is 600 pounds. They have almost tripled that. I and, just uh, want you to picture Shaquille O'Neal on top of Shaquille O'Neal on top of Shaquille O'Neal on top of Shaquille O'Neal with one last Shaquille O'Neal on top of that. If you, if you encounter it. We got to stand and fight. got to stand and fight. got to stand and fight. <laughs> Shaq respects gumption. I'm telling you. You run from Shaq. Yep. He's not very fast. Uh, but if you stand and fight, he'll respect. You've got a friend for life. It's like the it's like the fishing parable. Uh, so, so Wild Bill says, oh, he just tears those bears to shreds. And Trapper agrees. Yep. He tears them to threads. Uh, just gets the swinging away, the and they leave that in. Uh, Wild Bill says, Wild "Bill says I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get that scumbag low life to stop this bear killer." I just like how we're personally dragging this, yeah. this junky piece of shit bear. <laughs> we got, we know everything about his social strata, scumbag. Uh, Trapper has to be very specific. Bill, we take this very easy. We take it very slow. He's just saying like. You have to be 
so careful here on this night investigation. And I would like to pull out of this scene and note that at this point, both Wild Bill and Huckleberry are leaning on their shotguns like canes with the barrel end up, pointed directly at their face, and both of their hands folded over the openings. Wild Trapper says, we gotta be so careful, you guys. Uh, guaranteed to blow off both of their hands and part of their face if if they sneeze at that point if they're if they kick it at all i Uh, I, I don't know if this is just my lack of observation skills but i don't think i've ever noticed that the night hunt was so specifically just like a probe like like they're like wild bill we do not ever try to do anything to the creature on the night hunt like these feel like new rules to me or at least uh uh, it is unspoken always established. Like, why do they bring their guns? They right. always come into the night hunt with all of them just bristling with shotgun barrels. Well, that's the night hunt. This is the night investigation. I'm sorry. The night investigation, thing. same thing. They pull up with their shotguns. And yes, the presumption is if they run into this thing, yeah, we're going to have to go ahead and murder it, even though this is just a fact-finding mission for the first night. I think the difference is Trapper doesn't bring his Glock until the night hunt. That's when he knows it's time to put two in the skull. Uh, so so this is Bill's first night investigation, which Trapper tells us. He says, I, he loves to hunt bear. I believe that's what Bill lives for. So he begged on to come on this investigation. That seems really sad that he lives to hunt bear. Yeah. Uh, now, he, he explains once again, this this Bill, Bill, look at me. Bill, this is the investigation part. We'll we'll get to the part where we charge at them wildly and almost get ourselves killed. We will do that. That's the, that's the last ten minutes of the episode. Right now, we got to run from it. It chases us. Uh, but Bill does not get it. Yeah. They do once again. Uh, I, I guess you're taking a drink. They say lock and load and play the shotgun sound effect. <laughs> I, I think even in this case, Huckleberry still like has his shotgun on the ground when they play. Yeah, they don't uh, care. <laughs> give a shit. Uh, Huckleberry talks up the terrain. That's another drink. Uh, he says again, totally unremarkable woods terrain. <laughs> it looks t- perfectly normal, but he says this has been strip mined to hell. High walls, old pits. It's it basically a death trap. And Jeff says, uh, "Oh, trapper." We need to go over to this tree and investigate it. I got some hot stuff all the way around the bottom of it. Take a look. Looks like piss. <laughs> now, he, memori- he memorized that line. He knows he's yeah. in trouble. I love how you hate Jeff, too. Well, this I, is... No, I like Jeff. <laughs> they are out here. It's snowing. It's in the winter. Like, they establish it because they actually has a thermal camera in a Ziploc bag because it, it can't get it wet. Uh, and it's raining and snowing. So, the, again, he uses the completely new ability that his thermal camera has that he can detect that there's warm urine at the bottom of a tree that's still, if it's warm enough to show up on his thing and it's 20 degrees out there, that means the bear beast has to have pissed that 90 seconds ago. How long would it stay warm? Well, that's actually completely correct because what happens next is there's a loud snap. And uh, Huckleberry, who is who is security uh, and safety, spins around pointing a shotgun at every single member of the crew <laughs> and the camera. Uh, Trapper, Trapper says, I thought I seen a glimpse of an eye when I turned that way. Talk to me, Jeff. And Jeff says, I got something at a distance, Trapper, up there. He's uh, he's humped up behind some stuff. You can't see him. And <laughs> just, which is thrilling theater. Yeah. Uh, while Bill says, he got a wall or something over in a hallway path, and uh, the, the subtitles don't have a guess. Neither do I. I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> I think it's close. 
<laughs> I don't know what he's trying to say. Uh, but uh, Jeff says, I got eyes. There it is. Straight ahead. Straight ahead. He's going up that hill. So this, again, I just want to emphasize what the dynamic change is. Jeff is so much more cooperative. He has memorized a line mm-hmm. that is very much like initiating contact. He has seen it straight ahead. No, he doesn't say no when they when they say if he's got any. He's seen it. It's going up a hill. Something exciting is happening. Buck is not on camera. I think we are we are seeing a dynamic shift right here. Yeah. Uh, Wild Bill says, I seen him. I'm seeing him. I'm going to go blow a hole in that thing. And he charges out into the woods like an excited Labrador uh, screaming. I'm going to get you some of this, you stupid fuck. Or okay. Shit, no, or something. <clears throat> now, I want to talk about this. Okay. Come get you some of this, you stupid bleeped. I spent a lot of time. We got one later that's going to confuse me even more. Trying to imagine what he put in place of the bleep there. Come get you some of this, you stupid the funniest one to me would be you stupid cock. <laughs> I would love no, that. See, I think. See, that's, that's my guess. For the, that's my guess for the one slur. later. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think. Uh, I think it's the. Uh, I think it's the R word. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't censor that. No, they would no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, so Trapper is just like, God damn it, and he sends Huckleberry after him. Huckleberry runs up to try to to try to rein Bill in. We cut to a commercial recap as though Bill may have just died off screen. The, yeah, this is a terrible idea. So they they're calling him for Wild Bill to come back and he won't, so they send Huckleberry, but now they they have two men off alone in the woods. And uh I don't know, just it feels like that's maybe the dumbest conceivable way to handle this. Huckleberry can't catch Wild Bill, I guess, is another important point. <laughs> yeah. What like, are you going to do when he climbs up a tree? You're just going to, what are you going to get a rake? <laughs> like, how are you going to get him out of there? You're not. He'll get himself down. Well, he's tired. Uh, so we cut back from the commercial where, oh my God, Wild Bill might be being torn apart by a bear beast. And it, it's Huckleberry and he's he's recapping. He's supposed to be on the chase <laughs> right. currently. He's so to so do that's a, a weird choice for testimonial. him to do testimonial. <laughs> which we have established, like a, a lot of these reality shows, maybe it's happening after the fact. Mountain Monsters on several occasions has established the testimonials are supposed to be happening in real time. Real time. They've yeah. even gotten attacked by the monster when they're giving a testimonial about it being attacked by the monster. That's happening. Just like in the background. So Huckleberry's doing the recap. He recaps everything that happens. And then he adds one crazy wrinkle. He says, if that bear beast gets in amongst us, it's over for the team. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are they worried it's going to like sneak up and pretend to be a member of the team? Yeah, it's, it lures Wild Bill away. The only one with any capability of killing it. Circles around. Uh, eats the soft ones. Practices some espionage. Uh, <laughs> disguises himself as Buck. <laughs> and just... And kills them one by one. It's a uh, pretty good plan. It is. It's a flawless plan. I'm amazed Huckleberry introduced that. They don't have a defense against bear espionage. <laughs> <laughs> so Trapper says, Wild Bill took off after the bear beast. Uh, he's just so passionate about killing these this beast because he loves those bears. <laughs> he doesn't love the bears. He loves to kill the bears. Right. <laughs> Established. And as we will establish eventually, he loves to eat them. He loves to kill and eat them because they're like little monsters to him. Uh, so Huckleberry catches up, or rather they both run out of breath at about the same time. Uh, Huckleberry brings him back. 
But before he does, Wild Bill turns to face the knight and yells, I got your number, stupid. <laughs> and I personally believe they gave him a note about, hey, we're having to bleep your insults toward the bear beast. Yeah. And stupid was the only thing he could think of. There wasn't a slur of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> got your number, stupid. <laughs> and they're okay. They're all mad at him. Trapper's especially mad at him because, according to them, he chased that some bitch off. Now the right. fifteen hundred pound bear murderer is so scared he will not come back to this point. So the point of this, Trapper even says, "This is not what we do on damn night investigations." Uh, the point of this is supposed to be we're looking for a place to confirm that we should place the trap. Right. And then he thinks Bill has ruined it by frightening, frightening the bear beast. He will never uh, come back here. He'll never, he wouldn't dare. You called, you called him stupid and that's hurt his feelings. Yeah. He's not going to come back. Uh, I, well, I wanted to make the point that like, we've seen these guys uh, fail pretty catastrophically 12 different times. This 13th episode, they've, the only beast they ever caught was those normal dogs. And I've always said that like their best bet is just to let Wild Bill loose with as many weapons as he can carry. That's how you kill a creature with this group of men. And also uh, this entire group of men. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that that too. But but their traps are stupid. They're just these absurd toys built by madmen. Willie uh, will 100% die in his own trap before he ever catches a mothman. <laughs> the rest of the team has a top speed of zero miles per hour on flat terrain and negative 0.5 on rough. And I'm saying it's time to try something new. And just handing Wild Bill a knife and saying, get him, is so much better than all this other shit they're trying. Get him in the side-by-side, in the forest golf cart, give him a katana, yeah. have him lean out, and just run it down. Just run it down. Way better just, chance of that working than any of their other plans. What uh, what was that? For? that what did that happen in? That happened in, uh, in Rising Sun, right? The, the guy on the motorcycle with the katana just runs by and cuts the head off that's bill that's bill in the golf cart yep <laughs> he's, he's gonna samurai that shit uh so wild bill is just just tearfully screaming to the camera it's killing these bears uh he explains <laughs> i dearly love to hunt them it's a tradition of mine plus my food source that wild bill survives off of bear meat <laughs> and okay i will argue the wording is important plus my food source not one of not my main yes it's the only, only. thing he eats yeah, I don't. I don't know if we should get into like a moral argument about make believe monsters, but I think we might be splitting hairs uh, many times in this episode because murdering a bear for fun and snacks, and murdering a bear to whatever the fuck this thing is doing, awakening a, a dark bear god, whatever the, the the booger bear is doing, we'll be here all day if we get into that old controversy. I'm saying it would have it would have been better to give this speech. To someone who didn't have the blood of a hundred bears on their hands is my only point. Just have Buck come in and say, this isn't right for the local ecosystem rather than Wild Bell who's like, I love to kill bears. It's the only thing I love. I gotta get this bear killer. It's just. I will starve if the, if the bear disappear from this area because this is what I eat. Because Wild Bill is it. just part of the ecosystem. Right. That's a <laughs> solvable problem. So Go to the grocery store, you dumb asshole. No, he's did, he's eating only it for so long that he, any other food it's like it's like it's like pandas. They can, that's uh, true. Like the bamboo yeah, it's not good, good for them, but they can't eat anything else. Jeff, 
<laughs> Jeff, Jeff can't find him another food source. Like, that's... It's just incompatible with his system. Uh, so Huckleberry's lecturing him, and he says, Oh, yeah? What's going to happen to them? Meaning the bears. Meaning what will happen to your precious bears. Right. Uh, what's going to happen to them once this thing's done ate our ass? <laughs> Jeff ain't even don't have him gun. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff forgot his gun. <laughs> Jeff forgot his gun, and the way Huckleberry says that is Jeff ain't even don't have him gun. <laughs> the most hillbilly thing. It's such an said. unthinkable thing to not have your gun that they just don't have the words to describe it. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff not a gun man. Jeff not a gun man tonight. Uh, also, what's going to happen to your precious bears if we're not there to protect them God. so you can eat them? So good. I love how he says that could have been a massacre. Like it, like they they keep trying to reword it. They finally land on that. Like that could have been a massacre. We could have been killed <laughs> while you're been massacred. So that's that's it. Uh, what what is great? I do believe Wild Bill was in charge of the loose storyboard they have for this entire thing because at this point Trapper is like, well, maybe you'll have a chance to get that bear if you're still on the team. Bah, bah, bah. Gong, like, gong. They literally, you're a loose cannon, Wild Bill, turn in your badge and gun. <laughs> turn in your turn in your Ames badge, at, at which you yeah. have drawn on a on a piece of construction paper, and your one of your guns, one of your many guns. But this episode and others, they've established that if Wild Bill is not there, they die. Like if he's not with the group, uh the monster kills the group. Like Yes. And it is I have to admit, the stakes are pretty high because getting fired from the West Virginia Bigfoot hunting squad for incompetence or inability to do the job, that would look bad on a resume. Yeah. In in any job you went for. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't pay out. Like you, you, You tell the unemployment service, like, yeah, 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 I just got fired from my Bigfoot hunting job. And they're like... Are you seeking further Bigfoot hunting employment? <laughs> what, what did this job pay? Well, it's complicated. Well, mostly bear meat. Yeah, all the uh, sheep squatch I can eat. It's mostly for uh, for exotic cryptid meats. Uh, so if you have exotic cryptid flavors, I will, I will accept that from the government. Uh, in terms for for like a like a parking lot job, I'll take that. Uh, as long as it pays yeah. encrypted meats. You don't want to eat government <laughs> sheep squash. <laughs> uh, okay. That's so, a fun twist on a classic <laughs> joke. <laughs> so, so Trapper's pissed off the Bill blew their investigation tonight, and he has to give some serious thought. So next day, Wild Bill and Willie's crackhead trap shack, uh, where they're supposed to be building the trap to capture to capture the bear beast. Wild Bill is there, and he is wearing... <laughs> A baseball cap with a little drawing of a bear, and it says bear hunter on it, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's like it's saying what he's thinking. Um, Again, there are some parts of the world where they ironically sell bear hunter sure. trucker caps that, that mean something else. That may be a different we, thing. You don't need to bring uh, it up. That You can Google it on Urban Dictionary if you don't know what I we're talking about. I still don't get it's what fun. you're getting at. I don't understand at all. <laughs> but the idea that – because, again, because you can't meet at someone's home. And so Wild Bill is nervously waiting at this junkyard 
where they're going to try to find their parts for their trap. He's waiting at the junkyard to meet with Trapper to find out if he's been fired from this non-paying job with their encrypted hunting squad. How sad would it be that he, if he made him drive out to the junkyard and then <laughs> fired him the in the middle of the junkyard? <laughs> and they said, sadly, go back home. <laughs> you don't get to participate in stealing this nice farmer's scrap metal. You have to go home. Uh, Trapper tells him, Bill, the whole team's been complaining about you being too rambunctious. Uh, you're just smoking too much rambunct. You're, you're putting the whole team at risk. And while Bill says, well, you know how I am with that bear hunting. I mean, that's most probably the most important thing in my life. Well, Bill, earlier this episode, you did say you were married. Yep. <laughs> and also, previously to last episode, when they started foreshadowing their his obsession with bear hunting, never had mentioned it. <laughs> Not even Before once in, in the world. any of the much previous less, 11 episodes. It never came well, up. Much less that he will die without the specific <laughs> proteins of constant bear meat like a dinosaur in Jurassic Park. Like, this is the containment system for Wild Bill. It's why he can't leave West Virginia. So it's only that kind of bear meat. Uh, so Trapper says, I'm going to put you on probation for this night hunt. Uh, put you on drag, protecting the backside of this team. I love the idea that this is so formal. They have a system of probation. Yeah. It's oh, weird yeah. that he sentenced them to drag. It's He sentenced the bear hunter to drag, which uh -huh. I think are you two very, very different vectors. Uh, to do you not say anything about protecting the backside of this team? Oh, I didn't put anything like that in my oh. notes. I just no, said Sean's that the bear hunter is going to be in drag, protecting the backside. Oh, nope, there it is in my notes right there. <laughs> <laughs> all of that stuff aside, the idea of, of Wild Bill getting demoted to a probationary job on the cryptid hunting team where he will still be able to come out into the middle, into the woods in the dead of night with a shotgun to hunt right, an shotgun. imaginary creature. Oh, you can still do that. But we don't trust you to stay in front. Because you'll run, because you'll run off specifically right. is the, is I, the probationary offense keeps running off. I love the protecting the backside idea too, because, uh, he seems to think there's like a, a, a likely event of a second legendary bear beast ambush behind them. Well, we have established bear espionage, Huckleberry's wrinkle. I guess that's true. Uh, he's there to protect against bear sabotage. Uh, Trapper does say, let me tell you something about Bill. If one of us gets in between a rock and a hard place, Bill would give us his life for us in a heartbeat. He wouldn't even think about it. Now, that part I do believe. <laughs> yeah, He wouldn't know that's what he was doing, but he wouldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> He would find that he has leapt at the monster and, and to the surprise of all, including himself, like, huh, uh, would be his last words. <laughs> uh, well, I Bill, think his last words would probably be like, this would be like old butternut up on the turkey walk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> his last much. words would be subtitles, uh, not fat. Wild Bill says, I'm still a old team member. I'm going to meet up with huh. Oh, well, and they are definitely stealing scrap from another farmer. Like, show the farmer saying, you boys can take anything you want. Instead of them yeah. just, like, rooting through and grabbing his metal and that taking off with it. Would really set my mind at ease. Just see. <laughs> it could be fake. You could fake it. But I just would like to see someone give their permission for them to, yes. to steal the garbage. Because you were just, you, it's, it's very suspect looking that you are stealing specifically his scrap metal. Spe there's, like, a reason 
There's like a reason <laughs> we associate stealing scrap metal with a certain kind mm-hmm. of rambunctiousness. I bet a lot it's of just, these episodes get submitted into evidence in uh, West Virginia courts. <laughs> <laughs> and you filmed this yourself? Uh, okay. Uh, while Bill is so relieved, he tells Willie when they meet up, I sweat, I sweatin', I sweat, I sweatin', I sweat, sweatin', sweatin' there for a little while. And Willie looks him earnestly in the eye and says, I know your heart and passion after this monster here. <laughs> and then they kiss and tenderly the quote. for four days. I don't know what that means. I know your heart and passion after this monster here. These men love each other so much. Willie brings like a specialness in yeah. how... And like when he decides to be a hundred percent earnest, like I'm going to pour emotion into this. I know your heart and passion after this monster here. I know the the Mothman eats electricity <laughs> with all of my heart. It's just I believe him. I don't know. I believe him. I wish he put that kind of emotional effort into his trap because this trap is fucking garbage. It's a se- septic tank with a gate made out of trash. They're not even trying, and the whole plan is like. Monster go in because of distant golf cart and then gate closed because of trap magic. Done with plan. I will remind you, it is the exact trap from the lizard demon episode, except for minus a thing, because that was at least in water. (laughs) Right. So now it's that trap, but not in water. Okay. And I hate to even bring this up, but I know some listeners are asking this question. They've established for the very first episode that they specifically have to kill this creature. The other ones, they kind of leave it nebulous. They obviously are coming at it with guns. They're taking actions that would kill it. But they usually make some motions toward, we need to trap it, confirm that it's real, or whatever. And then the running joke is always, well, yeah, what are you going to do after you trap it? Here, it is established from the start. This creature is decimating the local wildlife, ruining the ecosystem. It's a pest that has to be taken out. So why do you need her trap? <laughs> right, well, so that they for. can blow it to shit. Well, no, like in hunting, th- those are two different things. Like if you're trapping, you're doing it because you need the creature. But if the here, this is explicitly an assassination, which and that would be the term I sometimes jokingly use. But you know, if you're hunting, it's assumed you want something from the creature, a trophy, its meat, whatever. If you're trying to kill like a pest, if you're trying to like cull a population, that's one thing. When there's a singular creature that you've gone out into the woods to kill out of vengeance, that's an assassination. <laughs> like there's a specific creature that you're you're there to take out for vengeance reasons. It's it's and it's I think it's to kill it in the most honorless way possible. Like just <laughs> we we can't we we know we can't take it in a straight fight. So what we're gonna do is get it in a pit and I'll line up and shoot it. Like if they could have the budget for a helicopter. They would just fly a helicopter overhead and shoot at it. Like they that, need it that's to what know. This would be. Uh, well, so, Wild Bill knows that bear meat doesn't taste the same unless th- that bear dies fully terrified. Yeah, you say they don't want anything from it. Wild Bill is going to eat it. Like he's <laughs> definitely going to. He's going to eat it and get all the concentrated energy from all of the bears it has eaten mm-hmm. and <laughs> and evolve into his final form. So, so okay, so they they find the perfect cylinder, wouldn't you know it, on this farm to make this trap. Uh, it, it, like Sean said, it's a septic tank. Yeah, it's a septic it's... tank. They're like, ah, it's some some kind of cylinder with a with both ends off of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so we we haul that away from this farmer, who I will say is probably grateful. Like I, no junkie has taken taken the shit metal. 
<laughs> I, I gave up on a junkie taking the shit metal. Thank you, boys. Uh, so we go to meet the second eyewitness, and Buck's back. Buck is back in here. And Such a sigh all, of relief. I know. Just bring, like, a calming center. I feel like I never would have said this before this episode, which really drilled it home. I feel like he's the, the anchor. Uh, yeah. I feel, I feel like he's there to be the calm center of reason. He's the Dan Aykroyd. It's, yeah, he's the, he's the anchor. I didn't mean that to be as mean as it sounds. I was trying to find another word for it. Uh, so they're trudging through the mud by a creek where Jake awaits. Old Creek Jake. Always find him by that water. Uh, he has no hat, but I would argue those luscious flowing locks are all the identifiable headgear he needs. I like he's the West shit. Virginia Eddie Vedder. I like to think they tried to assign him some headwear. He was like, no. I, I, he didn't even say anything. He just shook his hair out, and they're like, yeah, point taken. Point taken, Jake. <laughs> uh, Jake came across a mutilated bear carcass, which seems like a step backward from where we, we just were. Uh, a month back, he was hunting, turned his dogs loose, found him chewing on a mutilated black bear. And he does say the words, took his face off. <laughs> so we've got, we got bear face off. We got here. a bear face off. <laughs> we got a bear face off. Uh, he... <laughs> He makes it sound like like the predator. He does make it sound like this horrible, honorless kill. Why would they ever do that? Yeah. And uh, and so he goes to he, he goes to take them to like where I found the body, where I found this this horrible scene. And now, uh, they Buck does ask like, "Are we sure? Uh, it couldn't have been a bigger bear done that." And Trapper says, "No, not not to this bear. Three hundred, three four hundred pound bear. No, couldn't have, couldn't have done that." That's a good point. And now. As uh, as Jake takes them to this other scene, which has been, it takes about fifteen seconds, I'll say. And Trapper says, "If there, if this bear beast can mutilate a four, a five hundred pound bear, <laughs> a human would have no chance." Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking a five shack beast. We went from three to five hundred pounds in fifteen seconds. Yeah, <laughs> just was he not has, paying attention. They don't care. He does say. A very strange line. I mean, you can't imagine how fast and furious he could rip through our whole team. Uh, <laughs> Okay. I clipped that too. Uh, everybody. Do, okay. First of all, I have to ask Do you think by this point there's a chance that any member of the Ames team has listened to this podcast? God. Above I, average, I would say. Yeah, I think so. I've heard rumors that like Wild Bill kind of walks around like a, like a celebrity. Like he, <laughs> like it's a, this show's a big part of his life. I, I feel like. Okay. Wild Bill, if you're listening, I don't mean what I'm, what I'm about to say is going to sound very callous. That you have to understand, we're coming from a place of believing that everything you say on the show is a lie. When he says the 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 phrase, "You can't imagine how fast and how furious the bear beast could rip through our whole team," when I close my eyes and imagine that happening, it is very very funny. <laughs> 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 Am I wrong to say that? Do you feel like if you guys close your eyes and visualize? The Bear Beast ripping through the Ames team, Fast and Furious style. Are you picturing something that is somewhat cartoonish? <laughs> I just don't picture them having blood. Like, he's he swipes a claw, and it just takes out three claw marks, like, like they're all made out of marshmallow. <laughs> Surely there's better wording than Fast and Furious. Trapper must have just seen a Fast and Furious movie and it got in his head. And he's like, yeah. oh, that sounded dumb. I'm picturing like an X-Men cartoon and not like a slasher movie, I guess. 
like Wolverine, yeah, like no taking point. out robots or something. <laughs> there's no point where it becomes like a, a scene of, of actual human suffering. <laughs> right. It's just, no, you I, made yourself into. I'm picturing like a fight scene from a Tollywood action movie where the bodies just go flying <laughs> with each oh, other. Yeah. Slow motion. <laughs> Jeff has time to like look down and marvel at how he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Huckleberry gets smashed into a pancake and then like unfolds like an accordion. Uh, all right so jake takes them to the killing scene and in the process of walking up this hill uh it has gone from the bear being torn apart to fucking exploded yeah he started detailing like here here was his head here was one paw the other paw was up hanging from this tree like (laughs) it is blown apart into a million pieces Oh, of course, this happened three weeks ago, so there is absolutely no sign of it now. Yeah, I, there, You know, I, I probably don't need to tell anyone this, but there's not a lot of waste disposal and street cleaning in the woods. So, like, a bear carcass takes more than, like, a few weeks to, to decompose. Yeah, because there's parts of it that nothing, that nothing wants to eat. There's fur, there's sure. hide, there's stuff that, that not, you know, that the predators. By the way, the parts of it being scattered around means n- nothing. Like, that's what happens to a dead animal is it gets, you know, coyotes, whatever, just drag off bits and pieces. And, yeah, you're going to find yeah. a paw over here and a skull over here. But, uh, no, maybe, maybe that guy cleaned it all up just to keep the forest looking nice. Yeah, <laughs> didn't take Don't a picture with his iPhone. To vacuum these leaves. You know, we haven't mentioned it yet, but um, this guy guesses that there were nineteen more of these. Like someone else drops that number nineteen, right? Yeah, he guesses all around twenty of them. Yeah, that's so. That's weird. Everybody in this town—they're keeping a bear tally. They got yeah. a chalkboard up by the on, by the town on. sign. Just let, give they me just a, give me a one. second to do the math. Nineteen bears. That's fucking three square miles of bear. (laughs) (laughs) He's completely cleared out. Bearless territory we're in here. Huckleberry tuts and says, kill to be killing. And Jake seizes on it and says, kill to be killing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I love that. I have a shirt that says that. (laughs) That's my favorite Metallica album. Uh, Then then he adds, we don't put up with a lot of that down here. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit of order. Uh, Jake has a trail cam with two pictures of him, and he goes, you just tell me if that looks like a bear to you. Look at that. Look at that right there. He's like really confrontational. Uh, they sh- they show the picture, and it does look like a bear to me. Uh, they do, much. however, have the face part of the bear cropped out, which, if you'll remember, is the one thing that makes this different from just a bear. Because mm-hmm. it does have the body head. of a bear. But the our bear is different because it weighs whatever twelve hundred pounds more, has a dog face. Uh, I guess we can't like judge the weight because we don't have any like I don't know environmental perspective or or whatever. And you we can't need. judge the face because it is not. And it's not on there. The He's kind of got a weird ear. They're like, look at that ear. That's that's not a it's fucking got a bear ear. Ear, yeah. That's, that's yeah. the literally the only thing. If they Photoshop something, it would just it's. You know, it's just that. He dragged the ear out a little bit. You made, you made, congratulations, you made an elf bear. Uh, (laughs) And I do love that. uh, Then Trapper does one of his, like, crime scene reenactments, which we've already done in this exact scene already. Uh, And then he asked this guy, hey, we want to put our dumb old super, super tube on your property. He's like, I don't fucking care. You just (laughs) leave nine tons of garbage on my property. I don't care. Leave a, is it a, you didn't say it was a fucking septic tank. What are you? (laughs) 
Just a, <laughs> with a trap door that a, a child or something could get trapped in. Right. Child killing septic tank. Uh, so that's where they're going to set their trap. Uh, they, so we cut to Wild Bill and Willie's crackhead trap shack. Uh, Willie says, now this here is the perfect location. Look, there's not much way around it. And then the camera pans around to show the open woods with uh, just the most way around it. <laughs> it's just all open woods. No reason whatsoever this thing could, should, would want to climb inside of this metal tube sitting in the middle of the woods. Which, by the way, they had to drag it from the scrapyard with a, a tractor a, a very, very short distance. So, fortunately, the bear's prime hunting ground happened to be right next to the scrapyard where they keep the septic tanks that they want to use for the trap. It's fortunate so that it all happens right there next to each other. And it's just not, I, I think sometimes either they're not communicating with the cameramen very well, which of course, or the cameramen are openly spiting them because sometimes they'll say something and it's clear. They don't expect the cameraman to turn and pan around. Like when they, <laughs> when that guy said based on this pile of logs and then the camera turns over to look, and they're like, don't fucking look at the logs. <laughs> the logs are like three feet high. I just said they were like ten feet high. It's like there's not much way around it, and then the camera does this very comical shot of lovely open woods. Like, yeah, to, to help you world. picture it, imagine a kickoff return in a football game, and you're like, "I'm going to kill that guy doing the kickoff return." And so you sneak over before the play, and you put a single thumbtack on like the forty yard line, two thirds <laughs> down the field, and you're like, "He's going to step on this thumbtack and die." And that's your plan. It's, it's very much that. Yeah, it's exactly that. And then you say, look, there's no way around it. And the camera pans around the entire field to show everybody at home. This guy's an <laughs> asshole. That's what they just did to Willie. So they go to meet their third eyewitness. Uh, Wild Bill has tagged back in. I, I don't know what's going on with Buck. What are they I, doing? He's got diarrhea or something. Uh yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, Wild Bill's <laughs> back into just the third eyewitness. A likely medical problem. Yeah. Not a joke. Just, yes, he's, he's probably got diarrhea. Just, that's probably that's probably what it is. Uh, so their third eyewitness is a hunter named Mac, who actually has a video of the bear beast. Again, third eyewitness. Completely fucking useless. Don't need it. Completely no, they useless. are already setting up the trap in the determined location. There, there's nothing else they need to learn, except, except I will venture this. They do not at this moment know what to use as bait because they have right. established at length that it is not hunting the bears for food because otherwise they wouldn't be angry. It's It would just be eating. Mm -hmm. The entire point is that it kills them, it's presumably for sexual gratification, like mm -hmm. a serial That's killer. It presumably ejaculates on the carcasses of the dead bears because it gets yeah. a sexual thrill from killing them. But that to doesn't tell the them what to bait the trap with unless they have like a live sexy black bear whatever the equivalent <laughs> of a serial killer target would be in the bear kingdom to put in there and i maybe they do but at the moment do it's not clear that they know what would attract it in terms of dead bait in terms of mm -hmm. what it eats the video is pretty good it has the uh their signature style of animation where uh it looks like a michael jordan cardboard cutout on a toy train just kind of <laughs> Wiggling, Waggling about. Wiggling away. However, Huckleberry looks at that, takes one look at it, and says, that thing looks like it would be guarding the gates of hell. <laughs> look, that's going real hard for Huckleberry, right? Yeah. That's, that's getting into fucking horror movie territory. He really thinks... He really thinks he's got something. Trapper says, I believe he's going to extend his territory based on nothing. 
Absolutely no. nothing. Uh, so they meet Mac, who is a, a deer hunter in a camo baseball cap. What what a world we live in. Amazing. That could be true. Long slightly different real beard. tree pattern. What is the camo pattern? It's real tree again, but it's a slightly different real tree. Oh, okay. We're not reusing them yet. Right. Yeah. But he, he does have uh, the long prospector beard and blue overalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a huckleberry. He's of the types of of hillbilly archetypes that we have on display. He's a huck. He's a huck type. Uh, may, that makes him weak against Jeff types. Uh, <laughs> the shot. So they have, they have this shot of him standing alone at, and kind of sad at the edge of the woods. I don't know why this shot is so funny, but I laughed. I had to pause it to laugh because he looks. He looks like mom forgot to pick him up for soccer for soccer <laughs> practice. Yeah. He's just like kind of moping by the edge of the woods and they doesn't know they're filming him. And he tells them, I found a track and it's bigger than even what you fellas are imagining it to be. And now these are uh, professional Bigfoot pretenders. Uh-huh. I, I think they could imagine it to be pretty <laughs> fucking big. I think it's their job. I think they've already determined that it weighs 1,500 pounds, which is an oh. absurd weight. For a <laughs> I think if you told him that, well, we suspect it's 1,500 pounds, he would go, oh, oh, uh, oh shit. No, it okay. wasn't that big. Made a bit of arts and crafts to do. Uh, Uh, We skipped over one of my favorite things in the show. My favorite trope is that um, they always have these flimsy excuses for why they were filming. And this guy says he was setting out his cameras to get a good spot. And that is almost (laughs) aggressive in how nothing it means. Like that is like, like almost challenging you to ask what, what the hell does that mean? I I love this dance recital. I just, I need a good spot. So I had my cameras, huh? Got any questions about that? He's doing a TikTok. This is where I TikTok. It's a lovely backdrop. Uh, um, so he says, I found a track and well, actually, I took a still photo to which the entire crew goes, really? No way. <laughs> to a degree that I think might be sarcastic. Yeah. It's a still photo, you say. So good. We're, we've downgraded. You just have, you physically have video of it. You, you were the one that showed us the video. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he shows us the the paw print, and it is ludicrously huge. It's probably not bigger than what they think, but it's 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 big. It's like one thirtieth of a Godzilla, which doesn't sound like much, but that's pretty big. It's pretty big. Uh, nice clearly and clean dug out too. with a cookie cutter clean. Yeah, yes. it's, it's been dug out with a garden trowel. Like you can specifically I, see how they they just went in. I miss that. You know what? If you're playing the drinking game at home, kill your drink because just, that hasn't shown up in yeah. a long time. They stopped doing the prints, and when they did, they were, they were real sloppy, and they didn't film them very well. Mm-hmm. Now we get to look right at it, and they have just carved it out with sharp definition. <laughs> like four inches deep. <laughs> like four inches deep, just every little every little detail. Uh, it's great. It's like a child's dinosaur birthday cake missing <laughs> out of the ground. <laughs> it is. Somebody took a bite out of the ground. Uh, so Huckleberry takes one look at that and says, we're in a world of shit, guys. <laughs> it's like, it's so fucking real now. <laughs> we're in a world of shit. Everybody has lost faith in their ability 100% in this episode. We cannot fucking take this thing. Are you kidding me? Uh, we come back from the recap. Buck is back, and I thank God a professional is back on the scene because the first thing Buck says is, and it has red glowing eyes, and then they yes. show the CGI model and the eyes light up. <laughs> Which, really? again, uh, I don't think anybody has mentioned up till now. No. Did nope. not have that feature on last week's 
creature. The the uh, sheep squatch did not have the red glowing eyes. That may be the first normal eyed creature of the series. And I didn't notice it mm-hmm. until the buck hastily threw in that detail. <laughs> like, what are you guys fucking? Did you we guys even do the red glowing eyes and everybody has to just kick dirt and look down? No, you're, <laughs> no, you're, you're right, Buck. We blew it. You're right. Uh, <laughs> so Trapper once again says, I'm telling you right now, we put this thing between a rock and a hard place. Someone's going to die. <laughs> 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 fucking no faith. No faith in ourselves. This is like if they were planning for a 26 episode arc like an anime. This would be the the midpoint fall where they're just like we we're we're utterly def- we stand no chance yeah we, we've we've lost all of our confidence that we can do this thing well and also got to build Buck, it back up Buck openly speculates that it might be a bad idea for them to try to hunt this thing yes he says and he's right that he's right Th- that is completely true I don't think we should go after this thing <laughs> it's a lot bigger than we thought. <laughs> it's that's the first sensible thing anybody has said because even if the creature doesn't exist they shouldn't go after it <laughs> they shouldn't be out in the woods at night what if that idea just by voicing it spreads like poison and all of a sudden it occurs to them for the first time oh whoa whoa hold on should we we shouldn't be doing any of this i can barely fucking walk i almost died on that hill down there it's, it's the middle of winter it's snowing out here it's raining and it's a rain and snow mix when they do this at night it's like no these elderly men should not be out in the middle of the woods in those conditions they <laughs> certainly crazy, should not be but doing I, water I, stunts <laughs> i blame myself for this because i did give the note last episode how funny it would be if one of them was the voice of reason and i feel like <laughs> This is the first time we've ever seen a voice of reason. I, I worry that my note went Whenever. back in time. Yeah. You've, you've hijacked the, the Parge in time pipeline and a Sean baby note accidentally got through. Yeah, it's going to fuck up bad. everything. <laughs> it's ruining everything. Uh, what's great is they've already established and had the cylinder out. So they have added a complication now that blows their entire trap. It's not going to fit in that trap. Right. So, of course, they... Ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Who cares? Like, this is what the third witness should do is add a wrinkle that blows everything out of the water to up the tension. But they decided to add a wrinkle and that sucks. So no wrinkles. When all uh, they need to do, and I'm sorry to keep beating this dead horse. The only step they have left is to bait the trap. The only information the third witness could provide is what it eats. So mm-hmm. all they need to do is have this guy say, well, you know, it's true he wasn't eating the bear meat. But he was nosing around my trash trying to get whatever. Insert whatever here. Old pizza boxes. Old pizza boxes. Sure. And it's like, pizza. Well, now we know things. what to bait this trap with. Because what to bait the trap with? This is not a minor issue in the world of trapping things. Because the whole thing is, it has to be so irresistible that when they do their pincer movement, if that's the tactic they choose, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, anything. don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> that it will be irresistible to a fleeing creature. So the whole point mm-hmm. is got to be something in that trap that will make it ignore the fact that it is running for moral danger and rush. It's like, oh, I've got to get this the snack and eat it on the run. Uh, so they, what they decide on a, buck, a bucket of bear intestines and a, and a bear bladder, fully intact, full of bear piss, they say. So yum, yum. <laughs> Organs and chunks of the animal it does not eat, covered in piss. That's pretty amazing, though. That bear is dead, and he's still holding it. 
the, he's holding it from the afterlife. Like that's his unfinished business. Yeah. So he doesn't want to piss himself. The bait they're going to use is the non-delicious parts of a bear that it yeah. doesn't eat anyway. It doesn't eat anyway. <laughs> Which, and they have it in a Costco pretzel, pretzel container, a Kirkland jumbo plastic pretzel container. <laughs> it's just, it's so amazing. Now, let's get back into the politics of this, because guess oh, yeah. who has to bait the trap like it's episode three? Yep. It's Buck. Oh, Buck. Back to hazing the rookie again. Buck has lost so much stature. Jeff has stolen it all back and is clearly exercising, hey, who's going to bait this trap? Buck has to get into the septic tank yeah. and, and spray bear piss out of a full bladder. <laughs> uh, he says... Oh, that bear bait smelled like the insides of a dead goat. I think there's a better thing, a better analogy, yeah. that it could have smelled like the insides of a dead thing. Yeah, you really <laughs> blew it there, but I had this as my quote of the episode. <laughs> These bear parts smelled like the inside of a dead goat. <laughs> <laughs> as if that's like more relatable. You know how you all sniff in dead goats? Because I, I know you don't know sniff dead bears, right? I know you don't know what the inside of a dead bear smells like. Let me explain. This smells like the inside of a dead goat. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. I got you, Buck. Okay, so we are on the night hunt for what Trapper says is the largest, most ferocious creature we ever went after. And while Bill adds, I'll be knocking on his door before the night's over, and Trapper says, the top priority is not to catch that son bitch. The damn top priorities for all six of us to walk off this bleeping mountain in one piece. Uh, I love that, that he's still that Wild Bill forgot that he's on probation completely. Like, I'm gonna get that son bitch and Trapper's like, fucking shut up, Wild Bill. And then also introduces the idea, I would argue for the very first time, that safety is a priority. I don't think this has even been mentioned. This is brand new. One of the this most shocking new. things he's ever said, which is yeah. the goal is absolutely. Of- of whether or not we cre- we catch this stupid thing, the goal is to make sure that we don't accidentally kill each other. <laughs> never even been implied. All of your actions have implied the opposite. For all, the priority has never been for all six of you to leave this episode alive. I would say you try very hard to make that not the case. I was single time. 80% certain these guys all had terminal diseases and they were just trying to die <laughs> before it took them. <laughs> that, trying to get that insurance payout. It pays double if it was Squatch. It's also, that Dabney Coleman movie. <laughs> I'm sure that the uh, listeners are also complaining because it's like, well, now hold on. I thought the entire issue with the night investigation was that Wild Bill scared it away and it was never coming back. So what's the consequences right. of the, the terrible, selfish thing that Wild Bill did? And that's never mentioned again. They just proceed right to setting up yeah. its trap right where the cameras said it was three months ago and assume that it will be back tonight. Can't resist with, that. With, with Big 100%. old bag of bear piss. Yeah, what what smells like they go. Yeah, if they had an editor, they probably would have cut out Trapper saying like, "You've driven him off forever. He'll never come <laughs> back now because you have to make the rest of the episode about that." They, uh, I mean, they come up with a good plan. Uh, let me try to explain this to the listeners. So, what they're going to do is they're going to have one team go east, and the other team is this is the complicated part. They're going to go west. Now, they it's, it doesn't make any sense until you see the map. And what they do on the map, they show a big flat area and they have two arrows pointing towards the center so like 
Again, let me try to explain this from the start. Well, just okay. try, like to, try to imagine in your mind like a pincer, like an animal's, like a pincer squeezing oh, something. That's a good way to put it. Oh, they're yes. pouring okay. themselves into something like that, where they're trying to come at from opposite sides to push it. Which, And again, you say, well, for that to work, wouldn't they have to know exactly where it is? Mm-hmm. Unless they're starting from 30 miles apart from each other, wouldn't they have to already basically know exactly where it's at? And yeah, it's just assumed that it it hangs out in this one Hundred meter area, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. So take By a drink, junkyard. suckers. It's the pincer movement. <laughs> uh, well, Bill says, "I tell you what, we get sight of him. Gonna take all my willpower not to take off after his son bitch." So already he knows he's yeah. on probation, but already he's just like, ah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna charge him. I'm gonna charge him. I can't say I'm not gonna. Yeah. Everyone uh, loves Buck, a man who knows himself. He's, he's self aware. Yeah, he knows his limitations. Buck says, that is- this terrain is unforgiving, to say the least. <laughs> uh, the, the, the other thing that, as far as I know, has never come up in an episode up till now, is no matter how they describe the creature, no matter how supernatural, how big, how immortal, they never question whether or not the loads in their shotguns will do anything to it. Whether it's double up buck or slugs or whatever they got in there, they never stop and ask, well, what if it's totally impervious to these? What if its hide is so thick? Because, again, this is something that has never existed on Earth before outside of this thing, and it's been around since 1887 at least. Um, they, As far as I know, and, and maybe they will in future episodes, but they never question, because, again, Wild Bill's whole thing is I'm going to go off by myself and shoot it, but however many slugs are in your, your shotgun, probably six, do you have any indication that that will even do anything to it? And, of course, they... They don't, but brother, I tell you, God, huh? He made himself a uh, animal that can't be killed by a shotgun. Huh. We all want all trouble. <laughs> it's not their plan. We do. Uh, uh, Thunder Brothers. They. We see what happens when they decide that shotguns will not cut it, and it's, it's fucking wonderful. They get there, and it's beautiful. Stick with us. Stick with this podcast. We are gonna do all. We. I'm. T- I'm telling you right now. I don't know if the plan was different. We're doing all of those Thunder Brothers episodes again. So anyway, they're they're. They're charging in to the territory on the night hunt. Buck says this terrain is unforgiving to say the least. So there's a there's a unforgiving terrain call out uh, for you for you at home. You playing along at home. Trapper says it's getting thick in here. Pay attention. And Wild Bill says it's getting so thick you can hardly whoop a buck billy goat through that. Which uh, I guess I guess somebody saying something completely inexplicable that's not an actual saying should be should be another. That should uh, be a point. drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buck does a thing here that is really unusual. He gets kind of caught in the briars and he goes, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. (laughs) It is, that is a magical moment. I almost wish we had a recording of it because he does this like, (laughs) it's like he's doing, he's exaggerating how, like, how much he's never touched briars before. Yeah. But whenever they invent a new saying, and where it's one of those things where they start it and then halfway through, they're not clear how they're supposed <laughs> to finish it. It's always when they're trying to describe how thick the woods are. Yep. And the woods are always, again, I understand you can't film in truly bad terrain. There's people standing there with cameras. Um, so I get that they have to have unremarkable woods, but they always have to play up that this is like the jungle back in Nam. And anytime one of them says, well, it's thicker than 
the next thing that comes out of their mouth is going to be the most ad lib or, or mad lib type random that thicker and sucks on a rooster. <laughs> it's it's going to be something that's not thick. Neck roll of a corrupt mayor. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty good. So, so here, the, the actual, I had the captioning on my TV and it, it actually said you couldn't hardly whip WHIP a billy goat through that. You could. I swear he says buck somewhere. You can't buck a billy goat through that. Well, I'm again, fucking, the, the captioning is just done by a person. It's frequently wrong. And sometimes they will have inaudible in parentheses where they couldn't figure out what was said. Unintelligible occasion if they want to throw some shade. <laughs> so Mine, they find- mine said, I am the subtitle murderer. You've caught me. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what that means. Nobody has ever read the subtitles of Mountain Monsters before. It's never happened. You deserve this. You deserve this win. Uh, they find more tracks and scratches. Trapper goes, looks at, takes one look at him and goes, what in the hell caused that? It's the bear beast, dipshit. You it's the thing you're asshole. hunting. Right, right now. Why you're out here. Uh, they, yeah, I love this. This signs of the outside. They're just like, oh, what happened here? Oh, he came this way. Like, like. What do they say? He killed America. <laughs> they turn it into another reason for vengeance. Okay, first of all, they find what they call discarded bear claws. Yes. And what they pull out is an entire bear toe complete with fur. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Full gift shop bear coat. Yes, like like on on a neck. You pulled them off of a necklace. You pulled them off of like a racist necklace somewhere. <laughs> uh, Trapper asks Wild Bill, you're the expert here. How big this this is? And Wild Bill says, uh, 70, 80 pounds. <gasps> Just a cub, the <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, he's a okay. child murderer now. Okay. Uh, now, to, to uh, let's think about how they make these episodes. They started with this, these bits of bear somebody found in the woods. It's some claws. It's some inedible stuff that from when it died and was eaten by, again, whatever, coyotes, whatever they have out there. And so it's, it's the, it's like it's, it's actual claws, whatever it could not be eaten by, by predators. They had that. And from that worked backward and developed the creature we're hunting is a bear serial killer. Now to hype up the danger of the bear beast, they had previous witnesses like, well, how big were the bear victims? And one guy said 300 pounds. And then Trapper just immediately comes back. He's like, yeah, he said it was four or 500 pounds, even though we just heard what the guy said. <laughs> Trying to exaggerate. how, But the bear parts they had as props were visibly not very big. Right. So they improvise that this only shows how evil the creature is because it's a child murderer. Child murderer. <laughs> it murdered a child bear. Probably after molesting it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So Wild Bill in testimonial says, we just found where that scum sucking bear beast just killed a little old cub. I want to get this SOB. So... Uh, scum sucking bear beast. God, what a, what a piece of shit this, this bear beast is. What a piece of shit this cryptid is. Heartbreaking, Uh, says Trapper. Yeah, heartbreaking. He was massacred. Uh, somebody goes, that's terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, hate to see it. Uh, they find a tree stand and Willie climbs up in it. Jeff has nothing on thermal. He's back. He's back, baby. He's back in his element. (laughs) You can't take it. I know we're hunting a bear beast. You know what? I don't have it. 
Uh, snap. Uh, Willie. Willie goes, up there, some limbs moving. Uh, Jeff says, all right, I have them on thermal. It is. And it is a blob. Yeah, uh, he gets that They blob. stalk the I want the, I want the audience to understand that when Willie climbs his tree stand, he ha- barely gets his weight under him before he's like, oh, there it is. Like, I mean, he <laughs> is still in the motion of going up and he sees it. Instantly. So he comes back down. It's very important to note the positioning of everybody mm-hmm. for this next bit. It is Willie. He comes back down and he takes point. So it is Willie taking point. It is Jeff right behind him with a thermal and a buck in the back, uh, which is not their usual order. Uh, so they they are stalking after the bear beast very carefully. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Willie fucking disappears <laughs> like 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 it's quick brush, like just right into the ground. Completely gone. The ground closes back up after him. I swear to God. Yeah, I, I don't, genuinely don't know how they did this effect. Like, I mean, either it's the incredible. Earth just it's, ate Willie, well, and then, <laughs> and then Jeff dives after him head first, straight dives into the hole, and it eats Jeff almost completely, except for the just, just I just hit the tippy tops of his tennis shoes, <laughs> kicking around. Like a fucking cartoon. It's the hardest I've lasted it's so beautiful. long. <laughs> they go to ad break on this and then come back and do the recap. And yeah, the horrifying thing they show is Jeff's adorable little feet sticking up <laughs> from a, of some sort of a trap door in the forest. It is stunning. It's what happens when, when the coyote falls off the cliff and you find him again and just the little feet are sticking yep. out of the ground. It's a fucking cartoon. It's incredible. Oh, and uh, it, it gets dumber because moment. they this is the caverns of the bear beast. Like they find all these carcasses. Well, they they claim to find a lot, but they only pull up one. They have like this like deer skeleton. A they tiny throw dead like deer, like a just the smallest dead deer. And he's like, "And you gotta trust me. This is full of them." And he specifically says, "I see, I see four, five deer down here. They have <laughs> they have parts of a deer, and then they have that same skeleton they've been mm-hmm. using of the bleached white skeleton that they use over and over again. If you have a drinking have Arizona game, gift shop bones. you have to take another drink when they're they're one prop skeleton, which again does not look like it, it, you know it's something that you bought somewhere. Uh, it's, it's right there by the sun for decades, like right. four decades. <laughs> this is bleached by the sun that they're this holding is- up. Extra funny because Jeff is completely fucked up. And now Jeff, in his like agony, is like, it's personal. I want his ass now. Which I, <laughs> this made me laugh as hard as when he fell because he he almost died from a zero foot fall. Like he can't stand up. He's sitting down, he cannot get to his feet. And he is vowing revenge on a supernatural dog bear. Like this guy <laughs> because had one hit point and it's gone. <laughs> he fell into a house. <laughs> and now it's personal because Jeff, on his own accord, with no prompting <laughs> by the bear beast, which was not home at the time, it, it's it's a burglar Don't trying to break first. into your house, falling down, cracking their head open, and then getting swearing revenge on you. <laughs> <laughs> so he is bleeding from the head, but uh, like he is, he got a little fucked up from his cartoon <laughs> fall. They are selling this. They are still selling this. I want to say they could stand up so we can see them. We stand, we it's like a three foot hole, which sucks to fall in head first. Yeah, I'll give you that. A bunch sure. of sticks and shit. That sucks. It's three feet deep. And now they call Trapper's team back for assistance. Everybody has to meet up. And they explain to Trapper, there are 10 to 15 deer down there. <laughs> yes. And all 
and all of us could get down in there and walk around. It's that big. <laughs> yes. The Lost Caverns of Bear Beast. <laughs> that is my favorite thing this show consistently does, is where they will stumble across the tiniest little nest or den for the creatures. By the way, this was a producer note, because previously, any supernatural creatures where they found where it sleeps, it's called, they always call it a nest. Mm-hmm. And it's finally, nest. somebody was like, guys, it sounds ridiculous when you talk about the Bigfoot <laughs> nest. It's a den. It's some sort of like a, a bears, they have a den. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, this thing's so big, we could all get down here and walk around. And, and there's like standing in the hole when he says that. It's it's visibly, it, it's the, it's gaslighting. That's the only, because we're looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, looking in the it. shared fiction, the, the, the deal we have made with the viewers is that we are all going to agree that this thing is massive and could easily house with plenty of room a 1500 pound creature and 30 or 40 dead animals and 3000 pounds of man we can all get in there uh <laughs> we, so they established that he's heading of course right for their trap based on nothing no teams <laughs> yeah. are in person zero teams are in pursuit of him this is not the pincer movement the pincer movement closed into a hand because he got hurt it's a and terrible the, and embarrassing accident and plan is fucked but the bear beast is like, ah, fuck it, I'm going for that trap anyway. <laughs> so they jump in their little golf carts to pursue it. It's the West Virginia car chase. They're all whooping, hollering, doing jumps. Uh, Trapper leans out and screams, get him, big boy, get him, ah! Which I don't know what it means, but it's great that he gets that carried away. Uh, Jeff has him on thermal. It's right in front of him. They all pile out and they say, it's it's pissing down rain. And the stream, they show the stream, it's unfordable. Nobody, nothing could get through this this wild rapid stream <laughs> except willie and wild bill are already wading into it they're halfway across it's knee high uh and then <laughs> as moving, they hear them it's say it's moving pretty quick it's moving pretty quick but it is i want to say 18 inches it's 18 inches deep and uh as they say it's unfordable i feel like they get that note in the middle of the river and go oh, oh well the water's too deep and then they both like hurl themselves Star Trek style, like the Enterprise taking photon fire, just right into the creek and start flailing around. I do believe, what I will say, I do believe at this point that Willie wildly underestimated how fast and bad a two feet, like two, 18 inches, 18 inches of fast moving water could be because he does not seem to be able to get back up. And yeah. I do believe that Wild Bill saves his life there by barely dragging him out of that river. I have they that both my notes too. Died. This is a pretty real rescue like willie is not having a good time uh that water's probably extremely cold his muscles probably you know stiffened up the second he went under uh he's probably getting the shit kicked out of him by rocks he you could this, die in I, this. I, uh, it's not this impossible you die in this a stunt that should not without that water is also freezing i'm sorry yeah. it's yeah. cold out there like that water if it was still it would be frozen over probably it's just it's moving that is a legit dangerous stunt. You would not be allowed to do that on a show that actually had an actual crew with the stunt coordinator and all of that. Like that would be yeah. union rules would not allow you to make an actor do that as, but this show, yeah, they do their own stunts. They're like, like both of those men falling comically falling in that hole that legitimately concerned <laughs> for them. And here, yeah, this could have ended very badly. Yeah. They, I, he, okay, he 100% threw himself. They both, at the exact same moment, threw themselves. As soon as they said, that's too deep, they yeah. both threw themselves right into the river because they didn't realize they shouldn't have been crossing the river. 
And the reason that they changed that improv, like, this river cannot be crossed, is because they didn't want to. Uh, well, Bill and Willie were already crossing it, but they did not realize that they were like, ah, that's not that deep. So they threw themselves in it to thrash around and then were like, oh, shit, I'm really thrashing around here. This is bad. And, yeah. like, I, they barely do survive that. I think well, if Bill you went across that with ten friends, like, one of them turns an ankle, one of them falls in the water. Like, it's it's pretty serious, but not that serious. <laughs> so... So they drag them up on the wrong side. Now they're separated by the river. Right. So I guess it's technically a pincer movement again now, based on, <laughs> on half the, drowning on in a the river. river. Uh, uh, so they're still ostensibly chasing the bear beast, which at this point has got to have like an 18 minute head start on them now. But they're acting like, no, nah, it's still right there. It's just watching, watching us flail around the river. It's just like, Jesus, guys, come on. Uh, they get back in their forest golf cart and they easily plow right through that creek. Once again, proving that it was only about 18 inches. Yeah. Yeah, there's they no reason they couldn't creek. have just done this from the start. The entire plot point they tried to improvise about how, well, we can't cross the the water. It's like, well, first two, two of our men nearly died uh, trying to do it on foot. Oh, no. Yeah, we can just, just roll right across with the golf cart. Across. They no, drive no right through it. No issues. It doesn't drift. Nah. It doesn't sink. It doesn't sputter. It's just like, yep, no problem. Right through it. And a little golf cart. Uh, so now they're all together at the trap, still pushing that bear beast into the trap. Some metal clinks. Oh, my God. The trap sprung. Clear metal clinking. That means the doors are down. They get to the trap. The doors are not down. What? Jeff yeah. scans on Thermal what? and Trapper in a mo- one of my favorite moments goes, scan, 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 <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> and hands. Because Jeff has real scanning action and no other action. <laughs> so Trapper's just rooting for him. Uh, scan, scan, God, You scan, do Jeff. not want your life in the hands of Jeff's Thermal. Like. <laughs> uh, he does say, I have him on Thermal. He's crossed the stream again. You know what this part of the episode is. It's impossible, unfordable by any but the hardiest of golf cart, which they only have two of. Uh, <laughs> I Trapper love here that the excuses are already coming so fast. Oh, the rain made it so the scent didn't work. Darn rain. Oh, scent well. didn't work. Got away. He's got no incentive. He's got no incentive to go in that trap. So what was the metal springing? Never mind. Ignore that. <laughs> Ignore that. That didn't happen. Uh <laughs> They're all just like muttering. Uh, they say, somebody says, well, shit, we gave this our all. And somebody else says, yep, 110% on this. Somebody says, ah, we did everything we can do. And Jeff goes, well, we got the dedication. Growl. He's there. The bear beast has gotten Jason Pargin's note from out of time. And there's no way to pinpoint where on earth these notes fall. He meant for them to fall into the hand of the Ames crew. The bear beast got the note. <laughs> that 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 they don't have to give up that he's right there the bear beast is like yeah i can just come back he just comes back <laughs> jeff goes eh, he's over there he's in the bushes guys and so he attacks them while they're in the process of giving up having been beaten by him which is just such a dunk for a yeah. beast and an amazing so fake out too i was sure it was over i was like wrapping up my notes because they're they're doing a meta commentary on their own show because we mm-hmm. for twelve straight episodes have been making fun of the way they do this huddle of defeat at the end of every episode. Like, <laughs> every episode. well, yes. we tried and, and our trap once again didn't work. It did nothing. Once again, there's nothing in the trap. Another trap design utterly fails. But we and the watch well this done. very very sad attempt for them to save face in right. the scenario they created. 
<laughs> that they improvised and they, they improvised themselves into utter humiliation every single week. It's like, well, we probably scared him off. He probably won't come back and eat that man's child that was worried earlier. You know, he probably, or they'll say, well, we'll, we'll be back again someday. It's like, well, why not now? What, what, what do you mean? It, Just over it, that hill. They always miss it by 30 seconds. Like, nah, he's long gone. It's like, but are you sure? And occasionally they'll do a thing where it's like on the throne. It's like, oh, yeah, he's off over that next hill. <laughs> like, uh, he crossed state lines. We don't have jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean he's 50 feet away? You mean the, the distance <laughs> that he cleared in 30 seconds just now that he could come back and it would take him 30 seconds by definition? So the the fact that they have this very sad ritual at the end of every episode and we're here where they do it, where they get together and all reassure each other that their lives have meaning. Like, yeah, we failed at the only thing we do, but, you know, well, we did our best on it, you know, the conditions, the weather, blah, blah, and then boom, it attacks. And it is a legitimately great twist. I did not see this it's coming. It's so good. And what, what how, the way they sell it in the sheer panic, they're like, oh, my God, like they sell it like this should never happen. Doesn't that fucking bear beast know the format? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has the thermal and he's panning around. The whole world is solid red wherever he points it. <laughs> That's how dire things have become. They are the thermal is on red hell. alert. It has become hell. It's no longer winter. I think what I this means they- is that the bear beast has pissed all over the countryside. <laughs> it's just like all they were thinking was that looks cool. That looks dire. And then it's just like, no, but the thermal camera means a thing. So if the whole world is just. It's, it's all bear. It's wonderful. They unload a formal 21 gun salute, by which I mean they line up in a perfect line, uh, presumably awesome. for, for gun safety. Just and just fire. firing line. Yeah, they fire found three or four rounds. They're shooting into the creek. I think that's the only safe thing they've come up with is that they all just shoot their guns into water um, because yeah. otherwise it's just there's no way because they don't have blanks. There's no way they have blanks. They're just shooting live. And it's again, as we've mentioned previous episodes, when they do shoot, it's not a CGI. It's not a After Effects muzzle flash plug-in they're shooting actual yeah. rounds um i don't think they're allowed to do it often but they make it count and god damn it this was the right moment this was the right time to do it i'll give them that you have to give them that this is a yeah. great twist they unload there's like a distant- that scene in predator they just yeah, they empty just- their guns and there's a distant growl and so here you're thinking okay i know that was this they drove him off for good and everybody's like Ah, yeah, I must have hit him. I got three in him. I know I definitely hit him. They're all like like little kids, char- just all charging <laughs> forward to be like, ah, I got him. I got him a bunch. And then they push forward after it, and Buck says, he's probably mad now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, and they reload, find, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> they find tracks, and now they find blood and celebrate <laughs> to the point that Huckleberry says, that's good blood, Trapper. <laughs> and Wild Bill looks at the blood, points at the blood, and says, take that, you bleep chugger. Now, we need to stop everything. I know that we're running very long. Uh, as I no, mentioned this is before, normal length now. there is a, there's a, um, a Big Feet's uh, corporate slack, or it's just the one, the one nine hundred hot dog slack, where uh, Sean and Brockway and the other writers and editors try to get work done on this actual business they are running. And occasionally, I am doing something utterly unrelated to any of their work, and will come in and just interrupt it. A lot of this so, Corey Feldman concert clips are very important to our work. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's usually clips from TikTok of Corey Feldman performing in a concert. He is currently opening for a Limp Biscuit, by the way. Anyway, but I came in and said, hey, everybody stop stop the work you're doing that pays your bills and, and pay attention to me. Because in the episode I'm watching, Wild Bill just said, take that, you bleep chugger. <laughs> <laughs> in reference Two to the a cryptid, what word got bleeped out? Did he call the immortal bear beast a cum chugger? No yes. question. 100%. Absolutely. I'm trying to think, like, piss chugger is also very funny, but I'm trying to think of what else. Any any listeners who want to comment on the format where you're listening, if they have comments there, if you're on SoundCloud, if you want to, to comment on the Patreon, what you think... Use hashtag bleep chugger on Hash- Twitter. Go to cumchugger.com to vote yes or no. <laughs> and tell us what else he could have. Because that's not a word I've ever heard Wild Bill use. I've not heard him make reference to anything like that. But I cannot think of what he would be accusing this bear of chugging. Could be shit. No, you wouldn't call somebody. You wouldn't chug shit. Wait. All of these men have perpetual diarrhea. That could be. <laughs> yeah. Cock chugger? That eh, doesn't quite work. See, the it's problem fun. is, I think my my new favorite insult is hiding behind that bleep. Yeah. Wild Bill, if you're listening to the show, tell us if you remember what you said in that episode all uh, nearly a decade ago. Please let us know. What did you call the? What did you say? The mystical bear beast, the immortal <laughs> mystical bear beast, who powered on the fuel. Of a thousand bears. What did you say he chugs? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Trapper says, he's going back toward the stream. And they all stop to examine every single patch of blood. Because this is the part where they're like, no, he's right, he's right there. <laughs> and they're like, look, going. here's some. Here's some blood. Look, here's some more blood. Look, look, here's where the Trapper does his little forensic thing. Here's where he hit the ground right here. And I got some more blood. And they all nod and point their flashlight. And then Trapper says... Look at the bubbles in this. That's lung blood. That's lung blood. He's a dead some bitch. <laughs> and they all scream and celebrate. Buck explains, you catch an animal in the lung, they're dead before they even know what happened. So you're like, so his corpse is right there. Yep. No, no, no. You know, for you are fools, you see. The tight scripting and flawless execution of mountain monsters has thought of this. He ran to the stream, realized his lungs had been hit, died in that fast-moving stream that almost killed them and was swept away, everything comes full circle. Eaten by everything. fish. This Perfectly explained. The 15. salmon slapped out of the stream by his prey are now devouring the, the once apex predator. This 1,500-pound, 200-year-old creature was swept away by the 18-inch stream and will never be found. And will never be found again. Not even worth looking. It might as well have fallen into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It might as well have been blasted into outer space. (laughs) There will never be any sign of this creature that science would be desperate to study. And also, we know for sure that this 200-pound, 200-year-old immortal creature also, if you if it gets a lung wound, it will die the same as a deer because its anatomy is exactly the same. It has to be. It's foolish to suggest otherwise. Man. The, well, Darn, they lost what? the body in the river. Kill the legendary creature. Just lost him. Darn. <laughs> That's too bad. It's too, I don't think we should bother looking for him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, why? Bill what says, would be the point? <laughs> well, Bill says, he got what he deserved. Oorah! And Huckleberry says, he got bullied. And Trapper says, 
No way. No, no way he made it across that screen. So we got him. We definitely got him. We got him. He's dead. No way. He's dead. He fucking dead. For the first time in this series, 13 episodes in, we fucking, we didn't just catch him. We killed the monster. Verifiable. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You Google this. Mission accomplished banner unfurling, but over Mm -hmm. the trees in the back. Jets flying by. Google Blue Angels. Wild Bill's Bear Beast. And, uh, You'll see that uh, there are zero alive. Check the population levels of the <laughs> Wild Bill Bear Beast. Uh, you'll see zero across all counties. Now the black bears in this area can come jerk off over his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> but they, yep, that's they, what Buck says. That's my favorite dick quote. chugger. I'm just trying it out. I, just, I don't know. I don't think that's it. I was just seeing how natural that sounded coming out. Nut chugger? Yeah, nut, nut chugger sounds real nice. I can see butt that. Could he have gone Someone. the fifth grade route and just been butt chugger? <laughs> butt chugger. As though he chugs from a butt? Yeah. I went to, uh, I, I was in fraternity, so I mean, like, I've met butt chuggers. That's a, that's a medical <laughs> and, term. Sir, that's a, <laughs> you that's a clinical term. no butt chugger. <laughs> uh, so Huckleberry puts a pin in it once and for all. He says, we know the Bear Beast was in Raleigh County. We had trail cam photos of him. We had video of him. We had footprint pictures of him. But he's dead now. <laughs> they got that foot This is But again, he's dead now. The uh, this is again the my favorite part of the episode where everyone competes to have the episode ending line. Yeah. And they will all Well, Bill get, has it though. Well, the Trapper says straight up lie. Normally we just go out to prove they exist. But when mm-hmm. that son of a bitch turned around and went for us, we had no other choice but to drop him. Like, that's a man who can look right in my eyes and say something that blatantly untrue. Fascinating. That's 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 a certain type of person that can do that. And Wild Bill gets the last line. Uh, He says, we took the old bear beast out. Huh. The old river took him down the old canyon. Huh. The water washed his sins away. Huh. Baptism by firepower. Hoorah. 18 metal album names right there. Just, yeah. <laughs> just metal album Mad Libs. It's so good. Every, every he, single. And again, he, when he began that sentence, had no idea of where it was going to go. And he just rattled out a series yeah. of metal album names just effortlessly. It, he landed ended it. on baptism by yes, firepower. Fucking sweet. Fucking rules. Roll credits written by Wild Bill. This is Wild Bill's episode. Uh, they'll never let him do it again. <laughs> they'll never <laughs> let him do it again in a million years. But it is the first time they killed something. The very first time. I can't believe it. If you're listening, you have to drink everything. Everything in your house forever. <laughs> this will never happen again. <laughs> uh, so for our quotes, there's no way we're beating Wild Bill calling the immortal bear beast a uh, cum chugger. Yeah. But if you had to, uh, Sean. Okay, I did have a favorite that we hadn't mentioned. When they're uh, tracking the blood, Buck looks down and he says... Look at all this blood, guys. I mean, there's a pile of it. And I thought <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it wouldn't be my top choice, but like, blood. I mean, my top choice is clearly Cum Chugger or any yep. others we mentioned. Jason? Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, the Sean's theme. It's where after hearing that 19 bears have been murdered while Bill's saying, <laughs> holy bleep, that's a pile of bear. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pile of bear. I'll break the theme. My favorite quote was uh, when Huckleberry said, do an Elvis impression, Wild Bill, and did not think of the disaster that would follow. Uh, Wild Bill says, 
I wanted to go after this thing when I first heard about it. Huh. Back in the 1980s, back home when I had all my teeth on, I didn't get kicked out. One fat, huh. Out of shape, huh? Still having plenty of my hair, huh? On the old noggin, huh? Nice black and shiny, just slicker back like Elvis. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very much appreciated. I'm Elvis. Peace.